Welcome to Green Tea, sustainable stories from Bowdoin's campus and beyond. My name is Holden Turner. And I'm Juliette Min. Green Tea is a production of the Office of Sustainability at Bowdoin College, sharing the perspectives of students, staff, and community members. Hi everyone, welcome to season five of the Green Tea podcast. Uh, we are so happy to be back in the fall 2021 semester to be bringing really interesting stories about Bowdoin and sustainability um, to this general campus community. Um, today, Holden and I are talking with Christina Honeycutt, who is uh, the new Sustainability Outreach Coordinator at the Bowdoin Sustainability Office. So welcome, Christina. It's so nice to have you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So Christina, we're super happy to have you today. It's exciting to see a new face in the office. Can you um, introduce yourself and tell us a little about uh, your role here at the campus, um, at the college? Yeah, so um, my background has primarily been working uh, with higher education, uh, student affairs, academic affairs. Um, I also did AmeriCorps after I graduated from college um, and have worked a lot with you know, nonprofit organizations and community organizations. Uh, more broadly. Um, similar work to what the McKean Center does here at Bowdoin. So a lot of the stuff that I was doing previously was you know, working with students on uh, various projects in, in the community and service trips and things like that. Um, I actually just recently came from Boston University. I was overseeing the graduate program for biology there. And I also, at the same time, was getting my master's in city planning and a graduate certificate in applied sustainability. Uh, so I was super excited to see this position uh, posted here at Bowdoin. Uh, and I'm just really eager to you know, jump in and help uh, kind of create our team of eco reps and, and get things started. I know a lot of people are really excited to be on campus and living on campus. Uh, and so you know, one of the main things that I've been Working on since I've started is is just trying to, to get our teams together and, mm -hmm. and to see what the students are interested in um, working on this year. And so, yeah, so I'm truly excited. Awesome. So out of all of the aspects of sustainability and environmental studies, city planning is one that I've heard about and I've touched on in a couple of my classes. But if I had to go into the nitty gritty of city planning, I couldn't tell you that much about it. So mm. what did you cover in your, in your time and in, in doing your city planning degree? And um, what have you taken away from those studies? Yeah, so um, you know, I kind of mentioned a little bit about the work that I was doing with students, uh, kind of doing service projects, going and helping, you know, we would help you know, try and figure out how to get access to fresh and affordable food, uh, how to do cleanups after storms and things like that. And so a lot of those you know, topics I really found you know, touch on, a lot of things are, are part of effects of climate change, right? So everything is pretty connected. And so what I wanted to do with city planning was I just really wanted to learn more about, um, you know, more broadly kind of who's making the decisions about things and get a sense of why decisions are made, who's making those decisions, and how it affects different communities in different ways. And so I, I was really interested in city planning because it helps provide some context into all the structures and the, and the logistics of things. And it, it's really apparent that you know, systemic racism has really shaped and built the environment that, that we have and, and created segregated communities through 
there's redlining, and um, and and there's been a long-lasting effect with that. And and communities face more, you know, days of heat. Lower-income communities have uh, less tree canopy cover. Um, they're located more closely to major roadways near toxic facilities, and so. I was really hoping to just get that sense of uh, you know, taking in all the work and the activities that we were doing and kind of getting the, the real history and what's going on. Um, and so I think the biggest takeaway that I had from those courses is really uh, how to stay engaged and aware of policy proposals and um, encourage others to uh, take a deeper look at how, who's making decisions and, and the power structures that are involved um, and how that implicates uh, different things through, through climate change as well. So um, that was kind of how I got involved and, and it really made me uh, get more interested in environmental justice and, and the different topics related to uh, how it impacts, how different communities are impacted Wow. How do you hope to translate all these interesting things that you've you know, garnered from your studies into this new job with you know, all of these new eco-reps and all the programming that is going to be happening at Bowdoin? Yeah, so I think one of the biggest things that I'm hoping to do is to find ways to connect and collaborate with others on campus, whether it's through other student groups that maybe haven't always been connected with our office um, and also even through academic programs as well. So I really think that what I really like about city planning too is it's a very interdisciplinary um, program and I think that we can kind of take that and uh, use that kind of aspect of approaching students that might not actually, you know, might not think to get involved in sustainability, but it can, it really does touch a lot of things. So um, whether it is uh, through um, different particular student organization, uh, just finding ways to collaborate with others on campus would be super ideal. What's a specific issue or point that you worked on during your time with your in your studies? Like, do you have a, a story behind that? Mm, yeah, so I actually took a GIS class, um, mm -hmm. and one of the projects that I worked on, so I'm, I'm originally from Texas, and from where I lived, there's a lot of pavement, a lot of highways, uh, not a whole lot else <laughs> going on. So I'm from the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Uh, and so one of the things that I wanted to, to kind of look at in my, in my course um, was how are the decisions made about uh, where placement of schools are. Um, so there's a lot of air pollution. There's a lot of students in my county where I was from that uh, have a lot of health issues, especially um, asthma-related issues. And so I was interested in seeing, you know, where are the schools located? Where are these communities located? And who kind of made those decisions? So I, I used GIS. I mapped out um, proximity of school locations to uh, the highway systems and other toxic facilities. And, uh, and I also found that lower income communities and schools that have more challenges with um, food access are located in closer proximity to highways, in closer proximity to toxic facilities. 
Um, and so this was just super eye-opening to me, and I was able to kind of get a sense, okay, where do I, where was I growing up versus where was somebody else growing up, and what kind of experience did they have, and the health issues that they have. And it's just, as I was kind of talking about before, you know, the who's making these decisions, and how did these decisions happen? And that, those are the type of questions that I was most interested in when I was working in, through my program, and that I want to continue um, to have, and, and that's why I think we could have, you know, very interdisciplinary conversations with students, you know, it could be an economic student, it could be a physics student, we could have so many different types of conversations and bring it back to how a lot of things are tied together. Um, mm -hmm. And so, yeah. Is there something specific about being in a very, in a college setting with a lot of these students, specifically in an interdisciplinary um, liberal arts school that is um, that draws you draws you here yeah for sure I think the 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 most exciting aspect is that there's so many students especially at Bowdoin I think it's like built into the mission of the campus with um, everyone working towards you know, common good and yeah. I think that component was kind of one of the reasons why I was really excited to work here is that the students really have this desire and aspect to take what they're learning and, um, and, and also being so close to uh, the coast and being so close to the nature here on campus. I think it kind of brings a sense of student here that is really excited to engage in this work or even just be open to thinking about these topics. So mm -hmm. um, I think that is exciting and, and having so many students doing work in various academic settings that we can have conversations about how they can approach their work or bring their work together with sustainability. I found it really empowering over the course of my four years that I've spent here to find ways in which, yeah, I can tie things that I'm thinking about into actual work that can be done, whether that's through a program or simply a conversation with someone that inspires me like oh okay this is not um this is something that can be discussed and thought about more than just setting it aside and not thinking about it at all so I've, I've really found some nice mentorship there and some inspiration from the sustainability office um, i'm wondering who your mentors are or who, who your inspiration is um especially when things get tough that's a great question uh i think I had the opportunity to work with really amazing faculty members actually at my previous institution, both in my uh, courses, but also in the biology department that I was working with. Um, and so my background is not in you know, climate-related uh, issues. I actually have a math degree. <laughs> um, and so uh, working in the biology department with grad students and faculty that were you know, going each weekend and diving and looking at the coral reefs, uh, traveling to various parts of the world and, and just examining the different aspects of climate change um, was really engaging for me and to, to have the, the faculty that I, they were, they were just really amazing humans in general um, and just inspiring and I think uh, inspired the students, inspired me, and uh, really also working in the Department of Biology at Boston University with things going on. You know, we 
we had faculty that were really interested in, in engaging with students around issues on all sorts of levels, and they started uh, the Biology Anti-Racism Committee, and it was really faculty-led and really exciting, and so I'm hoping to get more connected with faculty here too, but uh, I think the faculty that I worked with were, were really great mentors for me through my work and my time in Boston. I'm hoping to find some community here as well um, to find some more mentorship in this place. But uh, Keisha has also been really amazing and a huge source of information as I'm trying to learn things here on campus. And, uh, has really helped guide me uh, in this work so far and try to figure out you know, who to talk to and, and what, what's going on, what's happened in the past. And so, um, yeah, I'm still finding my community here at Berlin. And do you think that the process of finding this community or just getting plugged into uh, this community that is voted, uh, do you think that it gets impacts impacted somehow by the fact that our campus community in this specific semester is also going through a very big change that is you know, trying to deal with COVID. Um, I feel like a lot of the students that I speak with and even maybe some of um, just the experiences of faculty members and trying to get things back to a normal start um, back to what we would call normal is very, very, people are finding it a bit difficult. Um, so I'm wondering if that has impacted the way that you are starting your new job um, or the way that you're getting plugged into this community. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think what I had hoped and hopefully can, can, can do soon uh, is really to kind of go around and actually meet other uh, staff members on campus and see what work they're doing. As I mentioned, I really like to collaborate with others on campus. Uh, I did go and uh, try and check out the activities fair and try to find some staff members there and introduce myself. And, um, so yeah, trying to find where people are, but also I know everyone is uh, trying really hard to get things going and I don't want to make things more difficult. <laughs> Hi, I'm Christina, nice to meet you. I know you've got a lot going on. Um, yeah, I mean, it's we haven't had a chance to really have any sort of, you know, here's all the new people or here's some resources all in one room. Um, but I'm hopeful that we can try and find some sort of opportunity to do that. Uh, just kind of, I think we're going to just try and walk around as things are kind of settling a little bit, uh, just kind of go around and walk around and try and meet some of the offices that I'd love to connect with. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I know a lot of people are, how do we form community when it's hard to, we're all here, uh, but there's no like set uh, welcome event for the new people. Um, so we're kind of trying to just kind of find each other on campus <laughs> as much as we can. Mm -hmm. I've been hearing that same narrative um, from, from, as Juliet said, from other students, especially first years and sophomores on campus, but also juniors and seniors um, like myself. And, that's one of the themes that we're definitely going to be trying to explore in this season of the podcast. So I'd, I'd love to check back in with you at the end of the semester to see what some of our thoughts are and what some of our experiences are as we head into the end of the fall semester and then spring too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, how about outside of your job or um, what, what are things that bring you joy and what, and what sort of activities do you love to do? Uh, so when, when this came up, I think my first thought was, uh, 
sleep. <laughs> yeah. I, I, so I, I have a 16-month-old, month, 16 mm -hmm. um, and so I'm finally able to sleep. She's finally sleeping through the night. And so, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> that is um, one of the biggest things that I've been relishing a lot is just being able to sleep through the night. Um, mm -hmm. But also, just I, I very much have loved living in Maine. It's been really pretty, and we are right next to the coast. And to be able to just walk outside, and or if I just like, I need a break. I, I've been working remotely for the past year, uh, so I was at Boston University working remotely in Maine. Uh, and sometimes it's nice to just be able to go down and just go to the to the giant stairs and just like take a small walk and just like mm -hmm. get outside and that has been uh the best and I brought my kid there many times so she <laughs> she's loves the, the waves and all the all the boats and things like that so yeah I have enjoyed sleep and the outdoors <laughs> and your partner and and your child is also they're also involved in the boating community as well, right? Yeah. Um, it's very much just a boating family now, right? So <laughs> yeah. how, how is that? Yeah, it's wonderful. Uh, I think, the you know, we just have the one car we can commute together. Uh, we're all here. It's pretty nice. Um, and it's just been a really wonderful, welcoming community. And I think it's pretty cool that we have some students in her class uh, that are also um, eco reps and so mm, we cool. uh, so we can kind of um, can, I can learn a little bit about from the eco reps you know how, how is that class going <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah so we do have some crossover which is kind of interesting and I'm sure we'll have many more crossovers with such a small campus so mm -hmm. um, but yeah it's been it's been really wonderful being here but so she actually started, my wife started last year, so she's kind of going through that similar, like I was a first year faculty, but now I feel like I'm a first year faculty again, and so uh, we're just kind of both trying to figure out what's happening on campus, what's going on, and trying to build mm -hmm. connections as much as we can. Mm -hmm. but yeah, it's been, it's been really wonderful. Having us all together uh, is great. Mm -hmm. yeah. And just to get a, like a newcomer's perspective, um, what are some things like about Bowdoin or about the Bowdoin Sustainability Office that you feel like um, we do particularly well? Or, you know, as somebody who's coming new into this position who has a huge potential to uh, change the way we do things, what are some things that you feel like, oh, this is a really great opportunity to start something new or do something different? Yeah, so uh, I think the biggest thing coming to campus is, honestly, I don't think we had composting at Boston University. Maybe yeah. there was, but I don't remember it, and or any of the institutions that I've been at. So mm -hmm. I think that there's a lot of really great things that the students in the office are doing here already that is far beyond what a lot of schools are doing. And I think that uh, there's there's always opportunity to, to, to keep doing cool things. Um, I think what I really enjoy about the office too is that it is really student-led and so it's a lot of what are the students interested in, what uh, interests do they have, what, 
what uh, passions might they bring, what skill sets do they have, and, and how can we build a team that can help work together and, and do really cool stuff. So I am just really excited uh, to learn more about all the different interests that everyone can bring to the table and, and what goals we want to kind of set for this semester. So I, I haven't had a chance to like kick things off yet. So I, it's hard for me to, <laughs> to really get going because we're, we're building our teams right now of students and eco reps and uh, I'm just really looking forward to seeing what they're gonna bring and what, what ideas they're gonna have this year, um, especially with everything going on and, and, and um, yeah. And as you're building these teams of students, how do you listen to students who are coming in? And maybe a student has some amazing idea that you've never heard of, or they're coming with a perspective that you're unfamiliar with. How do you listen to these students and bring them in and try to incorporate these various parts of the campus into one cohesive team? What's your vision for that? Yeah, so, you know, I think we have some students that maybe, like myself, grew up in families that didn't have any sustainability components to our lifestyles, right? I mean, I said I was from Texas with a lot of pavement and highways, and my family does not believe in climate change. So we have students that probably are coming from that perspective, but are very interested and want to learn more. And I think, uh, you know, just trying to find ways to bring those students along, along with students that have you know, been doing organic gardening forever and have been doing a whole bunch of stuff already and they're like ready to and eager to kind of take on even more and exciting things. So I think the biggest thing is just kind of meeting people where they're at and trying to figure out what the best approach is to, to bring people together. Um, I think when I was doing stuff with the, the community outreach offices that I was involved in, I think it, can, it, was, it was hard to do lots of small things like cleaning up parks or organizing food and thinking like I'm not really making much of a difference and how is this really affecting any change? Is this really doing anything? But I think it can really those small things can bring people in that maybe the small scale bring people in that maybe we're not aware of sustainability and and start having conversations. So it's a big question. <laughs> how do you how do you get reach all students on campus as much as we can? Um, and I think we're trying to just balance, you know, the big scale projects with the smaller scale projects because this, I think some even though the smaller scale ones might not seem as uh, important, it, it really does draw students in that might not have been aware of things. So um, trying to find ways to even if it's just like watching a documentary, it's not a huge task. They don't have to put a lot of effort into it, but it can spark conversations and bring people in that might not have already been engaged. Definitely. And when you're bringing students in and can get them engaged, something magical happens then. Mm -hmm. I've seen it with my previous EcoRep work in, in the sustainability office. I've also seen it on other teams outside of sustainability outside of Odin, even that I've been with, there's something magical about being having a shared vision and yet being able to still argue and have ideas back and forth and as they're developing. So I'm excited to see if this semester brings that and I'm, I'm sure you'll do good work with it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, I think too, you know, you've got students that, like I said, you've got students that are coming in at that 
smaller scale, just trying to learn things, and then you have that have been doing the, that work for a while, and now they're just ready to take on even more larger impact things. So I, I'm excited to work with all the different various ideas, and I was trying to think back of like why did I get involved in this work, and I honestly can't remember like one thing. It's probably a bunch of little things, like somebody re reminding me to recycle or somebody. Uh, saying like, hey, look, I saw this documentary on Netflix, or you know, there's all these different things that have probably impacted me, and I didn't even realize. And then I started mm -hmm. to really get engaged even more, and then wanted to learn more about uh, why, who's making these decisions, and, and so you kind of just continue to grow. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's what I'm really excited about this new cohort of you know, first year groups and and the college house groups and and. As watching them grow and continue the work that they're going to do throughout their time, and soon they'll be putting on podcasts and <laughs> doing things. So, yeah, it'll be. I'm just, I'm just really excited about the opportunities that we can, that we have, and, and kind of getting things going. Mm -hmm. And this semester, I can imagine you're thinking about everything from compost to um, in implementing and unveiling a, a new climate action plan for the college. So. You're working on a lot of scales all at once, and I, I'm sure students will be um, will be ready to take on things at many different scales, depending mm -hmm. on where their interests lie and all that. Um, where, what do you want to see? Like, what what is something that you want to see action on this semester? Um, and this is not necessarily like me asking as as in I'm like looking for you to give me the gossip on like what's going on um it's more of like I'm curious like outside of all the student interest in what's happening what's something that you want to do that me personally yeah. personally want to do uh, well I'm I'm of course very interested in what's going on with the climate action plan at Bowdoin I haven't yet seen it yet um mm -hmm. but that was something that also drew me to this position I think being able to help uh, those higher level decisions at, at Bowdoin or just being a part of the conversation uh, and kind of tying in some of my city planning work as well. Um, I'm also really interested in trying to find ways to get involved with the Brunswick community and seeing how um, their, the decisions they're making, how that how Bowdoin can assist with just being a, a good partner with the community and so um, yeah, so I think personally, I'm really, I'm just trying to find out what's going on here, how I can be a part of the community, how I can kind of see what's been going on in the past. Um, I think it's going to just be similar, you know, half of this campus is new to the campus kind of now, so we're all just kind of learning what do we want Bowdoin to be, what has Bowdoin been, and what do we want to keep, and what do we want try and restructure and I think it's just really exciting to come in at this time even though it's a weird situation uh, because everyone's kind of at this refresh so we're all open to new ideas and changes and I think it'll be really cool um, so yeah so I, I'm just really excited to, to learn more and get as much as I can and hopefully I can connect more with the community and, and Brunswick and, and get more involved now that I've exited my my uh, my work from home experience, now I'm back in back in the real world together mm -hmm. with other humans. So um, coming off Zoom and entering the real world has been pretty 
exciting and a little weird. So, yeah. Well, I guess the last question, this is a question that we ask all of our uh, interview or interviewees um, for the podcast is what does sustainability mean to you? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, the, the general definition of things, you know, uh, conducting ourselves in a manner that meets the needs today without jeopardizing future generations to meet their own. But I think there's a, you know, a definite balance that we need to take with sustainability work and so many competing and conflicting interests around you know, social and economic interests, uh, cultural differences. Um, and, and I think for me, I think the biggest thing is just trying to find a way that we can all have a shared vision and goal and establish priorities for what's to come. And we're all going to be facing difficulties as the as time continues, right? And so I think just finding a way that we can all come together and and make change. And I think I have a I mentioned I have a sixteen month old and I know I just really want to make sure that uh, we can make the world better for, for her and, and future generations. Wow. <laughs> well, thank you so much for uh, taking the time to speak with us today for um, all of your wonderful ideas and reflections of your, uh, of your first year, your first semester here at Bowdoin. Um, we're looking forward to all the, all the great things that will come out of the sustainability office this semester with the climate action plan and um, all the great programming by the Eagle Reps too. So, uh, thank you for speaking with us. Um, we wish you a really great semester, a really great time adjusting. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. You're so welcome. Throughout the 2021-2022 academic year, Green Tea is collecting stories about sustainability from students, staff, and community members. Stay tuned for more episodes, and thanks for listening.